0: This is the Odd Father podcast with Chris Matthews and Pete Court.
1: Hello, Pastor Chris Matthews. Welcome, Doctor Pete Court. Lovely to be with you again and chatting over all things biblical and and gaudy and stuff. I want to. Throw one of these big pictures at you that many people know, the faith of a mustard seed. It's one of these beautiful pictures and these metaphors that, that is mm. in the Bible a couple of places. But first point, biblical error, um, mustard seed is not the smallest seed. Um, the orchid seed is by quite a long, long way. So is the Bible wrong? Gosh, horror. Yeah. Yes. They've
0: got it wrong. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, well. yes. Yes, it is. In the short term, yes, of course. Yeah. I and mean, if, if, the, if the Bible was in the business of measuring absolute seed size uh, and unbeknownst uh, oh, to me I had no idea that orchid mm. seeds were quite so minuscule. Oh, I, I, I had Google. Ah. There you go. But I would imagine my fir- the first thought that comes to mind is, mm. is an orchid plant – Mm. as big as a mustard tree.
1: Ooh, so it, it, there's, the, there's the the beginning and the end sort of yes, the I, difference.
0: I think Jesus was yeah. probably looking at the big picture, mm. as he often seems to do, mm-hmm. think, okay, I'll need something that's really small, but it's got to become something really, really big. Really, really big. And, uh, okay. Not just
1: pretty. And the orchid was very pretty, but not quite so big. Yeah. yeah. I also think that uh, orchids probably not so prominent in the Middle East at the time. I believe mustard seed's very, very important to the trade, so (laughs) they were fairly big. But it's interesting. It's one of those things that if you really wanted to stick it up the Bible, you know, you Mm. could. You could, but you'd be missing the point. And the point is that you need, we need faith the size of a mustard seed. What
0: the heck does that mean? I think it means don't be jealous of people who appear to have huge faith. Um, And I I guess the sort of thing must have happened Mm. in Jesus' time as much, not that he had televangelists to worry about, (laughs) um, but um, he he was in a a culture where he had people like the Pharisees Mm. that he accused quite roundly of um, puffing themselves up and appearing important Mm. with their prayers and doing it on street corners where people could hear them. Um, and having the appearance Mm. of faith-filled, very… Well-rounded, faithful people. So
1: they had televangelists, is what you're saying? <laughs> sort of, <laughs> right yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, and to ignore that, you yeah. don't need you don't, don't need to don't need do you that. Need that. that. You need yeah. the faith of a mustard seed, just tiny little a bit. Small amount of faith is enough mm. to get started. Mm.
1: See, I've, I've been I've been I've been plaguing over this one and chewing it over because I, I don't think I have enough faith, right? my faith doesn't seem to work, or my faith isn't doing doing the things I need it to, or I want it to. So it's an analogy the mustard mm. seed obviously it's a, it's a metaphor tiny seed grows into huge tree whatever is it is it faith from or is it faith in god so if you have a tiny mustard seed do you need and and is it actually the faith that's the important thing or is it what the faith is in that's the important thing
0: yes um, yes and yeah say yes. yes um sorry to throw these all at you but well uh, in some ways i think that's That's this whole idea of the the mustard seed and the tree um, that you're starting off with something really small, but it doesn't stay that way. Right. And in some ways, you know, Mm. trees are uh, part of God's creation. Mm -hmm. So the growth of a tree comes sort of from God, Mm -hmm. but the tree can actually grow without us even Mm. thinking about whether faith is involved in it growing. Yeah. And I think there's a as a multiplexity. Is that a word? That, that um, I, like, I like. There's more it. than one factor. Yeah. So faith in God, yes, yeah. faith from God. I think sure. aren't mutually exclusive yeah. uh, events. Okay. Um, we have we have faith in the fact that God can bring give us faith. Mm. In in a sense.
1: Hmm. So is, is the mustard seed size of our faith? How how so? That's compared to God's provision. Is it? Or is... Uh, I,
0: war. Mm.
1: Yeah. I'm sort of thinking, you know, because... Uh, and, and Okay, okay. Let, let, me, let, let me put it this way then. Do, do I need to grow a bigger faith? Yes. Okay. Bigger uh, than a mustard seed. Yep. But I only need faith the size of a mustard seed.
0: Yes. So why grow more? Um, because I believe God wants you to do more. All right. And I, when I say you, <laughs> I'm talking about all of us. Yeah. Um, yep. I think the idea of, uh, of growing our faith... Uh, enables us to um, e- expand it, if you like, to have mm. more, mm-hmm. which is an interesting concept that we might discuss.
1: No, no, go on, go on, go on with because I mean that was my next question. Okay, so what the hell? What the hell? What the heck is faith?
0: It's the ability to accept that that premise that we read about in Hebrews mm. um, that that faith is the. Uh, the substance thing things hoped for mm. and the evidence of things not seen, mm. uh, which sounds, you know, from a scientific point of view, I'm not sure I'd actually put that in the intro of a, yeah, of yeah. a journal paper. Y- you, yeah. <laughs> um, can you reference that for me? Yeah, <clears throat> um, But the idea that we can, in our hope for the future, mm. uh, acknowledge the fact that God is actually in charge of that and that we believe that, his outcome hmm. for our future uh, is better than he can we can think, dream, or imagine.
1: So, so faith is also belief, and is also hope.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's in some ways it's uh, it's it goes back to, of course, the Garden of Eden, right? Yeah. Um, where Adam and Eve had the choice of trusting God's definition of good and bad, right, or ch- or, or forming their own definition. And I think faith. Uh, in its first steps is to actually take that step of recognising God's uh, definition, Mm. that's the word I'm looking for, Mm -hmm. of good and bad for our lives rather than ours. Right. And sometimes that makes means that we are called to make decisions Mm. which on the surface may look irrational.
1: Right, because it's a... Decision that
0: God is behind, yeah. not yeah. the decision that we where are. we lie down what we think is a normal, mm. rational thing to do and yeah. say, Well, I believe that this is what God wants. Yeah. So I'm going to go against my natural mm. instincts. And often I think too. Yeah.
1: Against cultural logic, against <laughs> yes. you know, what mum and dad say. You know, why are you studying this when you should be studying that? Because I believe God wants me to do this, or you know, those sorts of things. Which gets into a whole other area of how you know God's Will, yeah. But that's something else we'll talk about at another time.
0: And, and a lot of it uh, in some ways is actually just following biblical principle. Right. I, I don't think you necessarily have to hear uh, a lot from God. I and an, an example for me mm-hmm. uh, was generosity. Right. Uh, when I first went to church and heard about the idea of giving or tithing, um, my first reaction, and I actually said pretty much these words to my pastor, is how – how mature a Christian do you have to be mm. before you start to give? Yeah. And he said, well, what do you mean by that? I said, mm. well, I can't afford to give now. Right. Wh- when does my faith get big enough so that I can I can actually start to tithe?
1: That's an interesting – and then that's that whole thing about, you know, yeah. when God gives me what I need to live, then I can have some left over or, yeah, I can give from that.
0: Yeah, and he said well. to me, well, i t- yeah. tell you what. This is one thing God actually says in Malachi, he says, test me in this. Yeah. He says, tithe. Yeah. And if you're not better off, stop. Yeah. Which I thought was a great bar. <laughs> yeah,
1: I can do that. Um,
0: yeah. And to my horror, <clears throat> at least initially, <laughs> I was a very naive Christian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I somehow discovered that I was doing better on 90% of what mm. I had than I was on 100%. Yeah. Um, and that's never changed. Yeah.
1: I think that leans into to another definition of the, or another explanation for this. You know, have the faith of a mustard seed thing, and and it's basically uh, that if you have just a tiny little faith, use it all. Yeah, and I think we tend to think that oh, I'll, I'll use as much faith as I have, and it's kind of like no, no, we don't. It's like that old that old incorrect adage that you know you only ever use ten percent of your brain. I think maybe we only use ten percent of our faith. Yeah. And, and I wonder what that would look like for me to use more, if you like, of my faith or to use that entire mustard seed.
0: Well, I think it's because I think what it would do is make you uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, because, yes. Because faith, I mean, you know, another quote, faith is spelled R-A-S-K. Risk. It's risk. Oh, oh great, yeah. Um, and so that makes people feel very uncomfortable to step out because what if you're wrong? Mm. Because sometimes you are. And this comes to that whole thing about, you know, ask old, older people, you know, in like, mm. you know, if you've got a message of wisdom for me uh, as, as you're approaching yeah. your elder years and yeah. stuff, what would you advise? Uh, so the always the answer is always make more mistakes. Mm. Try more stuff. Get things wrong. Have a go. Mm. It's never, oh, well, you need to be a bit more careful with your life.
1: Yeah,
0: It's, yeah. it's always, you know, throw caution to the wind. Yeah. Try things that, you know, most people are... Uh, Sad about things they haven't done, rather than disappointed in things they have done. All
1: right, we're trying to plant our mustard seed faith um, and use all of it riskfully to not be afraid of things going pear-shaped. Yep, pear-shaped mustard seeds. Anyway, how do I? How do I be more
0: faithful? Ah. well I mean the the key <laughs> answer if you like is practice yeah uh, have faith for more things uh, often I think especially uh, when we're new in in faith we, we pick and choose what we're going to have faith in yeah and you know I've, I've often heard the type the thing of, well I I don't I, I couldn't have faith in that yeah um, or I've never thought of having faith in that uh, a lot of things we go through life and accept, this idea that perhaps God wants us to suffer or that mm. this is this is our lot in life.
1: I think the other phrase that comes up a lot in church is, I'm believing for dot, dot, dot. Yeah. yeah. And you're saying basically believe for, why not believe for anything, everything.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah, try it out. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is uh, get other people involved. Right. Uh, often um, other people's faith is stronger than yours, mm. um, especially if it involves you. Um there are other pe- people who have far more confidence in you than you have in yourself,
1: yeah.
0: and if you can get in, them involved on a faith journey, they will actually build your faith uh, at no cost to their own. Mm. Uh, in fact, it, if you help somebody build their faith, it will it will build your own. Mm. Um, and yeah, just because it feels it feels so wishy washy doesn't it, at times, it
1: feels like it's just a, oh, you know, it feels like, you know, if, if you misbelieve it, then a fairy will die. You know, it's, it's got that sort of <laughs> Disney Tinkerbell edge to it. But then I think you actually touched on it when you said just tithe and if it doesn't work, stop doing it. And I, I wonder whether the way to be more faithful is to do more
0: in faith. Mm, I, I would agree, yep. And that is terrifying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, and this is why a lot of a lot of Christians don't. Or I, I think, uh, and being in a pastoral role, mm. uh, what often happens is that people would rather I pray than the, they pray. Yeah. Uh, I uh, want
1: to do this. Can you pray for me? Yes. Yeah. Are you going to? I don't need to because you are. Yeah. I'm not going to step or, out.
0: Or the fact that this mm. whole idea that. Yeah, you know, my prayers aren't as powerful as yours because you're the pastor.
1: Yeah,
0: I sort of thing. Uh, I'm not sure that that was part of the, <laughs> the deal when I, yeah. I became a pastor. Yeah. That suddenly my my prayers became more powerful. Right. In some ways, all it shows is I'm less afraid to pray than other mm. people. Yeah. Um. But I think other people should pray more and do more and, and do more of their own faith because if thing if I pray for you mm. and a miracle happens whose faith is built mm. mine yeah i prayed yeah um and so i think this we, we've got to avoid handing over our faith for others to operate in
1: yeah yeah that's brilliant also i think too that whole thing of praying for a miracle to happen we need to go back if you want to there's an episode a little while ago where we talked about prayer and miracles and, mm. and how that's kind of a Yeah, we need to rethink that too. But I love this idea of actually just do more and do it in faith and the mustard tree will grow. Yeah.
0: So what do you reckon? We'd love to hear what your questions might be and what sort of answers you came up with. So you can email us podcast at
1: theodfather.net. Or you can jump onto the web, theoddfather.net and check all the socials there
0: and we'll talk to you then. Thanks for your time and keep asking those questions.